Hello again. This is Neil Grant, author of the soon-to-be-published book, Words of Wisdom from a Christian Mentor, Practical, Real-Life, and Holistic Advice for the Graduate Transitioning into Adulthood. In my introductory podcast, I provided a background for the book and how it evolved from my early mentoring activities of helping young people get a job into providing advice, what I jokingly referred to as words of wisdom. And this turned into a 34-chapter book with extensive advice for the young person preparing to enter the working world. My My last podcast addressed the first two topics relating to your personal life, namely contentment and carelessness, and I hope you enjoyed and learned from them. Today, I'm going to discuss one of the most important topics for you to learn and incorporate into your life, namely living a healthy lifestyle. We recently had a vacation in Disney World with our son, daughter-in-law, and granddaughter and had a great time seeing what the Imagineers had created. What a truly amazing place. That said, I was also amazed at the large number of people of all ages who, for one reason or another, had to ride around in mobile carts, were in wheelchairs, or had to use a walker or a cane just to get around the parks. Many others had difficulty climbing even a few stairs And I want to let the readers know how important it is to live a healthy lifestyle so that as you get older, you will not need these devices to lead a normal life. God did not mean for you to live a life with serious health issues, which hinder living life to the fullest, simply because you chose not to live a healthy lifestyle. To me, this is the most important words of wisdom I can impart to young people. Live a healthy lifestyle. When discussing staying healthy or living a healthy lifestyle, we all think about physical health. That will be the focus here. But I will also briefly address your spiritual, mental, and financial health. Spiritual health. As it says in Proverbs, do you trust God and lean not on your own understanding? Will you be able to say what St. Paul said? I have fought the good fight, finished the race, and kept the faith. The subject of the later podcast contained many biblically-based thoughts to help you strengthen your walk with God and your level of spiritual health. That said, it will not be dwelled on here. Mental health. As you start out in your careers, I know that you all have a strong mind. However, it is important to nourish and exercise your brain to keep it as fit as you can as you age. Funny how we never think about this until we get older and the onset of cognitive issues has already begun, and then it's generally too late to really reverse the trend. Take the time to Google 12 ways to main brain function as you age for help nurturing your brain throughout your life. I'm certainly not an expert in this area, but there are two things that I do daily to help me nurture a healthy brain. They say use it or lose it. So here's my first healthy brain habit. I've always enjoyed doing puzzles, brain teasers, logic, and numerical-based games and the like, and I do these for a few minutes every day, simply because I enjoy the challenge of thinking through to the solution. This, in a nutshell, is my way of exercising my brain. As far as keeping it healthy, my recent reading on nutrition has shown that eating healthy and putting some omega-3 fish oil or other supplements in your diet is necessary for good brain health. So my second habit is to try to eat well and take fish oil capsules every day. 
If interested, you can research the many articles written on maintaining a good brain health through proper eating habits. Financial health. There will be various podcasts directed at good money management uh, habits and wise investing so that you can enjoy your retirement without financial worries. Therefore, these two will not be addressed here. Physical health. This is the big issue, and I cannot stress enough the importance for developing a long-term plan to maintain a great level of health. As a young person, you are probably in great physical condition and in far better shape than I ever was. But as you age, you will have a natural tendency to lose muscle mass. That's called sarcopenia. You will naturally exercise less, be less careful with your diet, and lose your excellent level of fitness. So it is important to realize this and establish a plan and mindset to maintain a high level of physical fitness. Physically inactive people will start to lose muscle mass each year after the age of 30. Even if you are somewhat active, you will still have muscle loss, which could eventually limit your ability to perform many routine activities. With muscle loss, there will be a corresponding weight gain, and you have less muscle to burn the excess calories you are consuming. I remember my mother fell forward when she was in her 90s, and she did not have enough strength to cushion her fall. And the only part of her that was hurt was her broken nose. With just a little arm strength left, she would not have been hurt at all. You may say someday say, yeah, but I'm only gaining one or two pounds a year. No big deal. Right. By the time you are 70, you could have easily gained 50 to 100 pounds and will probably have heart issues, mobility problems, and probably be diabetic. So now is the time to start thinking about this. At the age of 30, I moved to New York City for work and had a 90-minute commute via train and walking, both to and from work, and had just started a new career in project management in the engineering world. So learning a new job, having a horrendous commute, I was absolutely wasted by the time I got home at night and started having a drink or two to help relax a bit before dinner. I eventually became the heaviest I have ever been, and I allowed myself to go up a pant size as well. After three years in the New York City office with this routine, I went on a job assignment, and during that time, I got into a conversation with a young colleague who was 26 years old, five years younger than me. During the conversation, he stated that he could run a six-minute mile without any training. I told him he was full of it and challenged him and the other two guys in the office to a mile race in two months, with the winner taking our $10 bets. To prepare for this important event, that night I went out to a track and ran a mile at at the track and almost collapsed after completing it in 13 minutes and 20 seconds. That's a far cry from my 520 mile that I ran in high school. I can even walk faster than that now. I was exhausted and in a state of shock. I became determined to get into shape, and I ran regularly up until the night of that great race, when I came in fourth with a time of 6.37, nine seconds behind the winner. I paid my 10 bucks and was the happiest guy there. I had lost 15 pounds and was now feeling a whole lot better. 
So why am I telling you that story? Because I have continued to exercise regularly ever since that race in 1981. And now over 40 years later, I weigh the same as I did when I graduated from high school. I never allowed myself to increase my pants size again. When they got tight, I took off the weight and never gave in to accepting that normal weight gain. This did not come naturally, but took a lot of discipline and focus to keep living a healthy lifestyle. There were countless times that my sweet tooth reared its ugly head, thinking I really wanted that chocolate chip cookie, candy bar, or ice cream, my three favorite foods. The way I tended to overcome these temptations was to make sure we didn't keep them in the house. Otherwise, I would gorge myself with these unhealthy treats. Also, how many times did I say to myself, you really don't want or need to go exercise today, but I know in the long run that I needed to keep exercising. After a while, this simply became second nature and a basic part of my wife's and my lifestyle. Whenever we moved to a foreign country, which we did six times, we always lived within walking distance to a gym, as it was important for both of us to work out with having, without having to travel extensively to get to the gym which would tend to dissuade us from going there. As I look around at people my age, I see how many have let themselves go and are now have severe physical limitations, I diabetic, need a wheelchair or walker, and clearly are not enjoying their golden years in good health. This is not what God had planned for all of us. <laughs> Statistics show that 40% of the adult population is obese, body mass index over 30 with 10% being severely obese. Life expectancy in the United States has gone up from 73 to 77 years in the last 40 years by way of medical. That said, however, the quality of life has gone down and has deteriorated over that same period of time. So eventually you'll see that people are living longer but not enjoying a healthy lifestyle. Who wants to live to be old and be bedridden or not be able to get out and enjoy life or your grandchildren. Not me. Just before I retired, I established a plan for how I could make my retirement years enjoyable, useful, and productive. I knew that I could not go working from 50 hours a week to zero and be happily retired without establishing a retirement plan. Of the seven points in my plan, staying physically fit, was the second on my list, and my goal was to work out or exercise at least 200 times a year. My wife and I actually averaged over 300 times in each of the first three years of retirement, which is about six times a week. We are actually loving our lifestyle, have no physical limitations which would prevent us from enjoying or playing with our granddaughter, and are having a productive and enjoyable retirement, free and able to travel whenever we wish. When I get my annual blood work done and have a medical physical, all the numbers are right in the middle of the range and the doctor is well satisfied with my weight and my general health. My doctor even jokingly said once that if all his patients were as healthy as me, he'd be out of business. What a blessing. Something for each of you to aim for as you age. So what is your stay healthy plan? One of my favorite health books is called Primal Blueprint by Mark Sisson. He's an ex-world-class triathlete and advocates living in a primal style as our ancestors did thousands of years ago. This is when there were no processed foods, sugar, or vegetable oils to ravage your body, 
but only healthy plants and animals available, and it took plenty of daily exercise to get these. This is a very entertaining and informative book to read, and I recommend you do so and seek to follow his 10 basic blueprint laws. Law number one, eat lots of plants and animals, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, and herbs, along with meat, fish, and fowl and eggs. And these should represent the entire composite of your diet. Law number two, avoid poisonous things in your diet. Stay away from sugar, grains, trans and partially hydrogenated fats, and processed foods. His book provides a lot of science behind the hazards of eating these foods. Did I really say stay away from sugar? You bet I did. It has such negative effects on your body. As an aside, your body produces insulin to help you get rid of excess sugar in your bloodstream, which is good. However, insulin prevents you from burning fat stored up in your body. So you shouldn't expect to lose fat if you continue to keep sugar in your diet. Interestingly, around 1971, a doctor named John Yudkin wrote a book called Pure, White, and Deadly. It was an expose on sugar and what negative impacts it had on your body, and he was laughed out of the medical industry. He was a doctor way ahead of his time. Laws three through five are the exercise laws. Law number three, move frequently at a slow pace. Just keep moving. Two, uh, four, uh, law number four, lift heavy things. Weight training should be a basic part of your exercise program. Law number five, sprint occasionally. All of these will, all of these three laws will help you delay the aging process by preserving lean muscle mass, which correlates with enhanced or, organ function. In essence, he is telling us to keep active and move, lift weights, and run fast every so often to keep your muscles and bones strong. Laws 6 through 10 are lifestyle laws. Law number 6, get adequate sleep. This is not a waste of time as many think, but a time for your body to repair and clean your brain to keep it healthy. Law number 7, play. With our rigorous daily schedule and stress it creates, we need to set aside time to play. Simply enjoying getting away from it all for a short time to refresh ourselves and our minds. Law number eight, get adequate sunlight and vitamin D it provides, which helps regulate growth in virtually every cell in our body and prevents a variety of diseases. Law number nine, avoid stupid mistakes by being vigilant in looking for ways to stay safe. Don't overdo things and be cognizant of things around you and what you eat could endanger you. And law number 10, use your brain. Treat it like any other muscle and exercise and feed the nutrients it needs. Fitness involves any activity that stimulates various systems in the body and maintains a certain condition within the body. Health, on the other hand, involves every system, not various systems, but every system of the body and is only achieved through a lifestyle that supports a good health condition. Most every fitness expert will encourage or promote weight training, along with aerobic exercise and flexibility training. Also, it's incredibly important to strengthen your core muscles so as to minimize future back and posture problems. You will be amazed how many people have back issues as they age. So it's so important to strengthen your core on a regular or daily basis. For instance, 
If you have neglected to eat properly, ignored the type of fat you consume, and eat mostly processed foods, all the exercise in the world will not correct the damage done from such a lifestyle. One of my favorite sayings is that you cannot out-exercise poor eating habits. That means you can exercise all you want, but you won't lose weight or stay healthy unless you limit what you eat and the amount you eat. The next podcast provides 10 things I learned from my extensive research on nutrition. Here are some tips for maintaining a healthy lifestyle. One, in my experience, you do not have a proper mindset to live healthy and keep off the weight. If you don't have that, you will not be able to lose excess weight and stay healthy. It all starts in the mind and being disciplined to do what you need to do to stay fit and healthy. As I say to people, it's all in your mind, but you need a little discipline. Number two, measure and watch your weight. Keeping track of your body weight on a regular basis will help you see what you're losing and or what you're gaining. Set an upper weight limit when you reach that. Change your eating habits until you are well below the limit. Number three, limit unhealthy foods and eat healthy meals. Choose a nutritious meal with more protein using only the right fat. No sugar, minimal carbs, and fewer calories. Four, take vitamin, multivitamin supplements. To make sure you have sufficient level of nutrients, taking a daily vitamin supplement is a good idea, as I do, especially when you do not eat three or five servings of vegetables and fruit every day. Five, drink water and stay hydrated. The limit and limit sugared beverages. Drink water regularly to stay hydrated and healthy. Your urine should be clear. Stop drinking sodas. Did you know that a 12-ounce can of Coke or any other soda has 10 teaspoons full of sugar in each can? Think about that. 10 teaspoons of sugar in each can you drink. Absolutely forget about supersizing sodas when you buy your Happy Meal. Six, exercise regularly and be physically active. You need to establish a plan for exercising regularly with two-thirds of the time devoted to weight training. Seven, reduce sitting and screen time. Exercise can't immunize you from your sedentary time. Even people who exercise regularly can be at increased risk for diabetes and heart disease and stroke if they spend lots of time sitting behind computers or in front of the TV. One thing I like to do on a Sunday afternoon is go to the gym and ride a stationary bike while watching my favorite sporting event. It's a whole lot better than just sitting on the couch and you still get to enjoy your sporting event. Eight, get enough good sleep. This is a very strong connection between sleep quality and quality of your immune system, which can be kept functioning properly by getting seven to eight hours of sleep each night. Interestingly, recent studies have shown that the brain is actively cleaning itself while you are asleep by eradicating beta amyloids and other substances known to be prevalent in Alzheimer's patients. Number nine, go easy on alcohol and do not smoke. Alcohol calories add up fast and do nothing to enhance your healthy lifestyle. It may make you feel better temporarily, but has disastrous long-term effects for heavy drinkers. Also, there has never been a positive aspect shown for smoking, but numerous negative ones. 10. Find ways to manage your emotions. It is common for people who have feelings of fear, anxiety, sadness, or uncertainty, which may result in stress-related weight gain. 
Stress is also a major contributor to various health issues, especially related to your heart. And finally, number 11, keep track of your movement, sleep, and heart rate. It's a good habit to keep track of how your body is performing so you can track when you are not getting enough sleep or exercise. Also, find out how much you weigh along with the percentage of muscle and body fat so that you can closely monitor if you are adding fat to your body, which needs to be maintained for the long run. Men should have less than 25% body fat and women less than 31. The average American has become sedentary, has poor eating habits as they age, and have a poor quality of life. When you become aware of this, you will clearly notice the increased number of obese people, those with mobility issues, those who have trouble walking up a flight of stairs, have cognitive issues, or simply cannot lead a normal and healthy life. I cannot overemphasize how critical it is at your young age to establish a healthy lifestyle now, which will enable you to live a normal and active life and be able to enjoy your retirement years in good health. After all, it doesn't matter how rich, how prominent, or powerful you are, you won't enjoy life to the fullest if you are not in good health. So what's the takeaway message? Poor eating habits and unhealthy lifestyles nurture heart issues, cancer, diabetes, and deficits in brain function. So it's critical to adopt good health habits now before they start to affect your future lifestyle. Remember, you will not enjoy retirement years if you do not have good health. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast was of real use to you as it is so important to live a healthy lifestyle. My next podcast will address nutrition, and the key to staying healthy. As mentioned before, my website, New Grad Advice, is being developed and will be online shortly for your information and use. If you wish to discuss any aspect of this or any other podcast, please feel free to contact me using the links on the website. And that's it. Thanks for listening. So long for now. Bye.